The battle of wizards and warriors continues with iron swords. The evil wizard Malkil will take the shape of the earth, wind, water, and fire. Farewell! The fate of the world is in your hands! You're listening to the Piercing Wizard Podcast, and I'm your host, Ryan Willette. I'm a professional body piercer with 20 years experience. I travel around the world teaching technique and safety classes, and I'm a member of the Association of Professional Piercers. Listen in as I talk to my friends and colleagues about our industry so we can all stay sharp. Hi, everybody. How you doing? And thanks for coming back to another episode. Uh, I've been reviewing some of my conference material that I recorded while I was out in Las Vegas, and it's making me feel good. It's keeping my energy up, kind of keeping me in that, that positive place. My interview this week is going to be with one of the scholars, uh, a woman named Fatma from Egypt, currently living in Dubai, one of our first Middle Eastern attendees, one of our first Middle Eastern scholars. So um, really happy to have been able to sit down with, with Fatma, especially um, live in person at conference. Fatma's application was really strong. Um, their their passion and their their motivation was really strong through the interview process and every now and then you know we'll we'll get an attendee where we kind of talk to we, each other like on the panel and say like well th- this person's a yes you know we we need to support them get them to conference do whatever we can and um, Fatma was was definitely one of those uh, those applicants this year. Sometimes with international attendees, they have to jump through so many hoops with visas and all kinds of other stuff that, you know, if we can give them kind of a presumptive yes a little bit early, get them started on their their paperwork a little bit early, uh, can be really beneficial to them. Fatma, as I said, coming over from the Middle East, and sometimes uh, it can be a little bit difficult for people from the Middle East to get certain kinds of visas to enter the U.S., so... Really happy to have had Fatma uh, at the APP conference with us. She was a fantastic scholar, a really hard worker, made a really fantastic impression on a lot of people. Some of the other people I wanted to interview in Vegas couldn't make it happen because of busy schedules, but I've been starting to um, schedule some additional recordings on Zoom and start talking to some people. So I've got a good amount of content planned out for you over the next few weeks. For this one, you know, we obviously talk about uh, Fatma's journey from, you know, piercing in Egypt to piercing in Dubai to coming over for the APP conference and, you know, what's what's next after the APP conference when she gets home. So really good conversation. Stick around for that one. I've got um, some new information for you. A lot of people were asking me about my my next uh, bevel theory class. So I decided since it's a little bit tricky to get out and travel and add extra dates on that way, um, I figured I could do one online. So uh, Sunday, August 14th, I'll be doing a, a live webinar, uh, Bevel Theory. I'll be doing my Understanding and Applying Bevel Theory slideshow presentation, and then I'm going to be doing an online workshop. So you can practice a lot of this stuff right along with me, uh, pierce banana skins, uh, pierce some inanimate objects, and we can we can kind of dial it in together. I really love teaching this subject especially. Bevel Theory is really my favorite class to, to teach. So uh, I'm really comfortable doing the webinar version of it, the workshop version of it. Uh, I think it can be really beneficial and helpful, especially if you're in that, that kind of place where you don't really feel comfortable with bevel theory yet. Maybe you're, you haven't been exposed to it. Maybe you haven't tried it yet. Sign up for this class. Sign up for this webinar. We're going to talk all about it. Uh, you will understand it and you will apply it. Also going to talk a little bit about needle crushing, needle modification, some different things you can do to get comfortable with that uh, safely and, and responsibly. So that'll be Sunday, August 14th. 
If you're interested in that, you can sign up by going to my new website, ryanpba.com. That'll have all the information uh, about how to sign up and how to uh, verify. This will be open to professional piercers of all skill and experience levels, but you do need to be a professional piercer. Uh, so working in a studio or licensed in some way, certified, verifiable in, in some way as a professional piercer, but I make that process pretty easy for you. Uh, that'll be a $100 webinar, and if you are a supporter on the, uh, the Archmage tier on my Patreon, I'll basically give you a discount equivalent to one month sign up. So you get 15 bucks off if you're a current subscriber on Patreon before you sign up for that class. So you can get all that info, ryanpba.com. Also, I am going to be doing a live and in-person class in the Chicago area on Monday, September 5th. That's Labor Day 2022. Um, I've been to Chicago a handful of times to do similar classes. And uh, I'm going to be back this year. So Monday, September 5th, uh, just outside of Chicago. It'll be in Hoffman Estates, which is like a suburb of Chicago. It'll be in a, a hotel conference room type setting. So no live piercing, but I'm going to be doing a lot of other live uh, hands-on stuff. So primarily, this is going to be workshop learning. So I'm going to be talking about needle bending, needle crushing, lots of different things about needles. Uh, I'm also going to be doing an open techniques workshop so we can talk about you know, how do you mark symmetrical piercings? How do you do this inside out, back to front? How do you do it with a tool versus with no tools? Um, all different kinds of jewelry transfer and uh, all different kinds of tips and tricks. So open techniques workshop, needle bending and modification workshop. And I'm going to be doing a bonus presentation all about ethical sales strategies. I've been getting a lot of requests about um, tips and tricks and methods to be able to sell all this fancy jewelry that you bring into your studio. So I'm going to be doing all those subjects uh, in one day for one price. Uh, you can go ahead and sign up for that again at ryanpba.com. Get all the info, get registered, get verified, all that good stuff. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into this interview with Fatma, and then I'll be back a little bit more at the end to talk about new Patreon content and some other stuff I've got going on. Hi, Ryan. Uh, so my name is Fatma. I'm Egyptian, but I live in Dubai for like almost two and a half years, three, let's say three years. Uh, I work in a uh, studio called Mix Piercing Studio. Uh, my Instagram account is Fatma Buddy Piercing. Fatma, not Fatima, because everyone is like, okay. My phone always autocorrects. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have to be like, no, it's Fatma. Some people in the conference call me Fatwa. Yeah? Fatwa and Fatma. Oh, okay. With an S. Yeah. Um, so you're one of the scholars for this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I talked to you a little bit during the process. Yeah. And... Um, you know, we're now speaking in Las Vegas at Yay. the AKP conference. <laughs> so number one, you know, welcome. Thank uh, you, thank you so much. Congratulations for, for getting a scholarship. Thank you so much and thank you for getting me this opportunity. Well, you know, I, I like to say that it's, it's you who got yourself the opportunity okay. because you had the bravery to apply and to go through the process and to, to share who you are as a, as a person and as a body piercer. So thank you. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm happy that we got the chance to Aww you know, oh give someone deserving an opportunity. So thank you. Um, but, you know, if you have the, the better way to tell your story coming into the industry and, and what led you here, that would be great. You know, I, I, 
uh, know that we have kind of a connection with uh, with Ina. Um, yeah. So you know, like yeah, I love you, Ina. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, maybe tell me about um, maybe before you came to Dubai. Maybe tell me about what your your life as a as a person and as a piercer was like in in Egypt. Okay, I will start from like the very beginning. It was like how I, I have an English literature. I'm supposed to be now at an English teacher. Excuse my bad English, but I'm supposed to be a teacher in my country. I was 17 years old. Uh, like I, I came from a poor family. I'm not gonna like uh, hide it. So I wanted to get pierced, and the girl who she, she's doing this, she's asking for a lot of money. At this moment, I was 17. I can't afford this amount of money, and she's living four, four, four hours away from my place. So I can't do both. Yeah. Yeah. So what I have done, I just like pierced myself. I was like, I did the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you can do something, you have to find a way to do it. I was in school. Like people say, oh, you you have a two piercing in your ear. I was like, yeah. They were like, who did this for you? I was like, yeah, it's it's me. I'm doing it. You want me to do it for you? Mm. So they were like, oh yeah. Why not? So what I was doing is like to borrow money from my mother to get like this Kavlon pieces. I, can I mention the name? Sure. Yeah, th th this like uh, steel that tr get rusty in five days. Mm. And I do it for the girls and take the money and then return to my mother. <laughs> this is this is a phase. Like people start to know me. I was doing it at my, at my house. Mm. I have to admit that this wasn't the good way. Well, okay, so here, here's an important thing because I can tell that you feel self-conscious over that. The, the thing that I like to talk to other piercers about is it, it makes no difference to me where you started. It's where the, it's where you want to go and yeah. it's the work you put in to get there because, I, and I'll tell you this, and I don't mention this very often on the podcast, <laughs> um, I, I, I used to pierce people in, in like their bathroom at their house. Like when I was 16, they would call me and, and be like, hey, come over and pierce my tongue. And yeah. I would pierce them in their house or something or they would come to my house and I'd Same. pierce them in my bedroom. So. Same. It's because at the time, I didn't know better, and maybe there was no better option for me in, in the 1990s or, or whatever. Yes. But then when I was exposed to the better information and I decided that I wanted to learn more and I wanted to be safer and I wanted to, you know, so it's all a progression and it's all a journey and I don't want people to ever pretend like they have to hide where they uh, started. I will tell you, no one yeah. started very clean. Right. Like, let's, let's yeah, be I mean, honest. Some, some people, if they're very lucky, and I it's think like a lot of times it's ten percent, right? And and also there's the the economics of yeah. who's who's fortunate enough to have that kind of yeah. access to someone with the money to train you with everything perfectly. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm I'm coming from like let's say it, it's it's a great country, but it doesn't have the, all of these potentials that like, like the U.S. people or the U.K. people. And I'm came from like it has like luxury places, but I came from the countryside which no one knows anything about anything. Mm -hmm. we, like in the countryside, you're not allowed to wear a half sleeve for a girl. Okay. So my, my start was very hard. Mm -hmm. Then I, I started to do at my house. And then I had enough money to be able to rent a room per hour in, in, a, in, a, in a tattoo shop called Egyptian Tattoo Club. Mm -hmm. my, my, he's still my best friend. His name is Sakr, Muhammad Sakr. I say it in Arabic. Then uh, I was renting this room per hour. Every I have to go from my place, which is by bus, it's two hour and a half to go to perform one piercing or two piercing every day. Then like things got higher. I I've learned now. I I bought materials. I'm getting like a good quality things. It's not so much, but I was trying to get the, the most expensive thing that I can find. Mm -hmm. it. 
I'm, I'm, I'm charging, it's a reasonable price, but I, 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 I want to make sure that I don't get myself in trouble. Like sure. I, I kill someone or something. My sure. father used to tell me like this all the time. You're gonna kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what age were you when you were doing this? Uh, 19. Okay. Yeah, it was 2014. Okay. Yeah, I was doing this. Uh, I was studying at the at the school. I I used to work in other like I used this was like a side job. Mm-hmm. I used to work as a babysitter. I used to work in a veil shop. I used to work in in a clothes shop. I I I worked so many places, but like I found myself in piercings. I found that I'm, I love what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. This was like I'm I'm happy when I'm doing piercing. I didn't ask for money. Like when like people when they want like some some girls they I when I convince them to do piercing, I feel happiness. I, I can do them for free or have the price, but like, oh my God, yeah. I will do it. Right. I will make myself better by applying this piercing. Okay, what if I done this in this way? What will happen? I want to explore. And I don't have so much stuff like YouTube or something. No, like the, the data was so limited. Yeah. So I've started like this. I've stayed in this place for like almost a couple of years. Then I I was like by chance for on uh, the piercing job f- and form mm-hmm. this group, so I saw uh, like uh, a post for like they're hiring Maria Tash. I just wrote a comment: Is it allow for other people to work? Then I got a, a message from Ina, and then it started. I applied I I applied for the job. I've interviewed. I've done a trial. I went from Cairo to Dubai for one day to do the trail and come back. Mm. Imagine this was the first time for me to see an airplane, to see an airport. And I went without my visa. The, the manager in, du- in Dubai, she saw that I am not, no need for, for a visa for the Egyptian people to go there. So I went without a visa and they returned me back. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> then they rescheduled and she make for me the visa and everything. Then I went. I've done the retail, the 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 trail, and then the, uh, they told me that I got accepted. I've waited and then I left to Dubai. Hmm. Then how it started, like Ina told me, you have to forget about everything you've learned. We start. We will, we will start from the beginning. I had days in in in, the, in, in my uh, in my ex uh, my, my previous company. I was crying because I'm not doing piercings. Mm-hmm. I was only doing installs and downsize it. Yeah, was 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 like supervision with from Ina and all the the rest of the team. Yeah, I've cried. I was like, oh, what am I doing? I want to do piercings. Mm-hmm. I want to perform. I want to take pictures like them when they're doing. They posted on their Instagram. Yeah, and I was like. I was veiled at the beginning, but like I thought myself, I'm, I'm not convenient to the client. They were like, how you're veiled and you're doing piercings? Show us your piercings. Mm. Yeah. I took my, my hijabi, like they, they call it hijabi in, in Arabic. Uh, and then I started, I've builded my ear step by step. I had some pieces and then I start to build my ear. And ha- this is how it goes. I left Maria Tash, I went to Egypt. I was trying to open a place, but things didn't go well. The place and the environment and everything. Then I returned it again to Dubai. Um, I, like, I went to Dubai, I was like, okay, I will, I will just go to the gold mall and I'll ask anyone if he's interested about what I'm doing. I met my, my uh, current boss now, his name is Mr. Manish, he's a, a decent guy. Uh, he owned a jewelry factory. I told him my idea and he, got, he liked it. And we start to do the process and everything, and now we have a studio. I'm working on my own. I do the registration and I do the piercing. I do everything. Yeah. But I'm happy. 
there, there's a lot of respect there yeah. to, to have the drive because like when when you when you tell me these things and it, it almost feels like you're kind of rushing over some of your story because like there there is so much there so much stuff and drive and motivation and, so much and hustling passion. and everything yeah yeah well so stepping back a little bit like culturally uh, you know as a woman in, in Egypt was it difficult for you to start to find your your footing and find your ground in in business and like learning a new trade and learning a new skill and Finding clientele. I was like, like that? in Egypt. I think at my time we were only two girls mm -hmm. in Egypt who do piercings. Yeah. The first one, she's her, her family abandoned her. She think that she's doing something devilish. Mm. And it was me. And my father was always telling me that I'm gonna kill someone. Yeah. And he he thought that I was doing only like first and second lobes. He doesn't know about any of the other pieces. Yeah. Like he doesn't know that I do belly piercing, lip piercing, tongue or anything. Hmm. And like some people like were making fun of me at this is like they were considered as like uh, an appropriate job or something until now they're doing this I can assure you until now and I hear the, like the, the, some people they deliver me the word what they're saying hmm. but I'm in my mind when I post a picture on Facebook and they see it that I'm in US I'm representative like two countries from the Middle East and you're at your home doing nothing yeah you got married, you choose, okay, I respect that you, you choose to get married, but look at you now, you're not happy. You have children, you, you're still young to have all of these responsibilities, and you don't have an income. Once your, your husband is mad at you, or he will divorce you, خلاص, you, you don't have anything to do. But think on the other side of me, the one you're making fun of her, because you think her job is not like something you can be convinced, She's performing her country in something. She she ha she established a, a studio, a full studio from since it was like only a shop that has nothing. Until now, we have 900 pieces in jewelry with gold, 18 karat golden diamond and a good quality diamond, not a lab diamond or something. Yeah. I I do home visits after my my work. I'm do everything that I can do to be a luxury place. I know people from the whole world. People respect me. At least I have a business card and you don't. Hmm. Just a small thing. Yeah. I'm not meaning to brag or like to show off, but like... No, but I mean like, so, you know, as, as an American, uh, culturally, I, I've never been to the Middle East. I've never had the opportunity. And, you know, I, I feel very disconnected to some cultures and I, I like to learn and I like to experience and I like to, you know, meet new people. And um, it, it, it seems like a lot of times women don't get the same opportunities that men would get or whatever other cultural reasons. Yeah. Um, so, you know, being able to achieve your goals and, and move beyond maybe expectations that have been placed on you by family or, or by your community or by yeah. culture, um, it, it's very impressive. It's very impressive to see that kind of work. Thank you. But like, it's like people, you know, when I, I, I have this, if you can't make it, you just like say bad words about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I can't describe it. We, we have a theme for it in Arabic, but like they didn't see uh, anything bad in the, in the flower. So they said it's, uh, it ha it's uh, red, it's so reddish. Mm -hmm. Because they can't see something bad at the they flower. They just have to make up something yeah. negative. Yeah. yeah. It's like this, mm. that's it. Yeah, mm. well, so, you know, going to, UAE and, and having your opportunities there. Um, I, I guess 
is it is it different culturally there? Did you find more support in in Dubai from the the people around you, the people in your life? Yes, yes, I have. I, I found all the 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 people in my ex company. They were like supporting me. They were helping me. I had so much mental breakdown all the time because I was alone in a different country. I don't know what's going on. And and Dubai, it's a it's a big country full of expats and everything. We we have one seventy nine resident. Uh, nationality in, in in the country. Okay. Yeah. So you meet all of this. You have to be careful about how you speak, how you act, how you do everything, because each culture is different. Mm. You, like, okay, I know how to to speak with the locals, the Emirati people, the Arabic, the Lebanese, the Syrian. But like, when we come to the UK, I was fail. Like, I was doing like I was saying some some stuff. I shouldn't say it or or say it in a way in a, in a way they do misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. So like people were so supportive, they would understand me. They 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 were like, um, how do how would you say it? Uh, they were telling me, that what should I say? What should I do? They I have learned a lot. I have learned a lot in mm. in Dubai in the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, it's it's a place you can get so much culture. Mm -hmm. You can know about most like so many stuff you don't know about it. The place will teach you how to grow up because everyone is is trying to go grow up, trying to get a, a, like a higher position. He's trying to work on himself to to make more things. This is Dubai. There is no time. Okay, yeah, there is time for fun and everything, but the, like the time, the actual time is coming for work, for the the working life, the successful life. Mm -hmm. People in there, they are like they are so eager and it's so competitive. So you have to be on track all the time. Yeah. So you have to kind of push and grow to keep yeah, up. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. I have so to. So your clientele, is it mostly foreigners there for business or is it locals or a mix? Locals, foreigner for business, resident, like foreigner who lives in the country, mm -hmm. uh, tourists, all the kinds. Yeah. Yeah, so like maybe there there is some clients, you will just see, me, see them one day and you're never going to see them. Mm -hmm. Some clients, they will like come to you one or two, twi twice a month. It's like this. The locals, they, 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 they can come to you, but most of the time they love you to come to them. Mm -hmm. So you have to be prepared for the home services okay. as well. Okay. So something like that, I'm sure that that, like, that always makes me kind of like, oh, home services in, in 2022, you know. <laughs> um, so do you get resistance when you say something like that to other professionals? Are they like judgmental or? I'm not going to lie to you. I don't mention it, but like there is some clients mm you have to go to do in, in Dubai especially in Dubai you have to go to the them uh, uh, home service okay so give me a, give me kind of um, an explanation as, as to why is it because that they they can't come to you for some sort of reason or is it because of any other reason why it's or? about their position okay like uh, the place is so far so sometimes they send just the driver and let, let to drive me to their place so I would imagine we're talking about wealthy people Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wealthy and like uh, people who have uh, uh, important places in the government and this kind of sure, stuff. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a whole different world to for, for me, you know. Like yeah. I, I sometimes I have a difficult time conceptualizing, especially <laughs> when it comes to wealth, because I, yeah. I, you know, I wasn't poor growing up, but I absolutely was not wealthy. So yeah. it's it's a whole different world for me. You know what? Sometimes I don't know wh who's these people. They don't mention their names. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. it's like, like the assistant. She's coming. She like uh, do the timing with me and everything. Okay, once you finish, the driver will wait for you, and then you go. Hmm. 
I don't know the names. I don't know anything. Wow. Okay. That seems very different from from, <laughs> from what my comfort. So I have my cat prepared for like the pre, uh, pre everything's pre sterilized for sure. the home services. Sure. And they just choose the what jewelry they want. I pre sterilize and put it in my kit. And everything is done. Hmm. Well, so when it comes to like piercing in the studio, you know, you you have uh, studio space through a, another business owner. Yes. Do you? find that like that's probably going to be more of your future do you think you're going to start limiting those like remote services and try to pull more people into your your business location i will tell you something like uh i have to adapt on the the the, the weather i am mm -hmm. so when it comes to this i'm not fully popular or, or famous i'm competitive with one of the biggest companies in the middle east sure Imagine me, the small business mm -hmm. with, with a luxury company. Yeah. So I have to compromise the stuff. I mm -hmm. have to earn. I have to earn a good data for the for for myself. So there is some stuff, like I have to agree on it until I become something. Mm -hmm. People, okay, I'm going to there. Yeah. And uh, it's not just me. Like those, there is some clients. Like there is so many luxury brands. They do for them like this. The home services. Mm -hmm. It's like a, a little bit Monaco. Yeah, yeah, well, so I, I think body piercers can be very judgmental um, in in maybe mm. a, a rude sort of a way. But yeah, you know, if someone wants to get uh, a bespoke suit or a dress or shoes or hair or skin yeah. or what massage, whatever, like it's totally yeah. fine. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring someone in, especially if it's like some multimillionaire throwing um, money around, yeah. you know. Um, I, I try to. I would try to urge the people listening to not judge, especially if you are number one American and like that's your entire experience. Because sometimes Americans just don't. They, they just refuse to conceptualize different parts of the world and culture and just like what you have to do to grow a business and to grow a name. Yeah, and actually, not also to grow a business and grow a name, to get knowledge from those people. Those people, their words equal millions. Mm -hmm. This is what I what I agree. Their worlds equal mi equal millions. They're, they they didn't become rich for, from nothing. So when you interact with these people, you get yourself the the, the 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 mindset that you you have to be something one day. The word that they give you or the advice they give you, it's something important. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm the kind of people who love to listen from all the people, even if I didn't do what any if any of the advices they give it to me. But at at least I heard point of views like this mm. this can be so i kind of find it nice thing i know more people okay they're not gonna like they're not gonna throw money on me they just pay like any normal client but at least i understand how do, how those people think mm -hmm. because like you see in our in, in, in our industry you have to be speaking with the client to make him feel comfortable about you okay how is your weekend uh any plans like this so when you hear from these people like those people are well educated yeah. have um, a, an amazing mind they like the word what they're saying equal money mm -hmm. so i'd love to get this if i have the chance to get this and i and i uh, refuse it i would be stupid sure well Sorry. it sounds like an amazing life experience yeah like for, for me as a, as a body piercer again with my biases and with with my culture and my business model and all that stuff like I, I wouldn't be comfortable probably working remote but that's because we didn't have the same backgrounds and if I was in Dubai and I was in the same scenario I don't know how I would react to it so you know I, I try not to, to judge at all um, so when you're 
kind of piercing in, in Dubai, running your own business, operating your own business, um, and you have someone like Ina out there oh. in the world as like a, a mentor. Yeah. Um, did you have any other resources online, any connections? You, you mentioned a Facebook forum. Did you have like an online piercer community that you could interact with and learn with? Actually, no, it's like, it's always Ina. She's the one who's helping me. I'm a little bit shy when I'm asking. So she know me and she know how, how I speak, what, what I do, what I don't do. So she's helping me a lot until mm -hmm. now. Every time I speak to her, she, she's like, she's the best mentor ever I, mm -hmm. I ever had. So was it uh, Ina that kind of steered you towards applying for the scholarship? Uh, no, I got the email and I applied. Great, what, yeah. which, which email? Uh, that there is a legacy scholarship. Okay. Yeah, it was so, an email sent to me. Okay, so I'm just trying to figure out how how the email got to you. Was it something you you signed up for a, a newsletter or maybe yes? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's very fortunate. <laughs> that that you, yeah. Well, that's great. Um, so through the application process, like, what was that like? Kind of putting yourself out there and and saying this is who I am, this is where I work, this is my experience, and like I would like to come and and, and learn with you. Like that must have been difficult you know like just just the the mental side of it putting yourself out there to apply for something that's so different in a different country in a different culture and di different piercers that you weren't familiar with yeah but like I, I will tell you something like at the beginning i just put my information i was like oh, i'm sure like this will never happen to me mm -hmm. and if it is i have to do the the u.s visa and it's so hard for egyptian to get it yeah so then i i received an email that i there is still some requirements i need to do it the recommendation letter and my video I have done the video it was kind of hard to done this video but I didn't repeat it I was just like one shot mm -hmm. nothing and I didn't cut anything I'm bad at these technology things mm. yeah I'm so bad so I just like film it and sent it yeah. without anything without even to, to like even after I sent it I deleted this I have I didn't want to watch it no. because there was some point I was almost gonna cry in this video mm -hmm. I didn't want to watch it and then I've sent it, I've sent the recommend, I asked my friends to send the recommendation emails. And then I got this, I got the, the I got the interview and everything. Uh, after I've done the interview, I said, okay, this next step, now I have to apply for the visa. Mm. So I was in like tension for one and a half months. What if after I, I got the scholarship, what if they denied my visa? Right. I get the visa, thank God. And now I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's like, when I look at if like sometimes you know when you when you go out from your soul and you are on the other side you look at yourself it was like wow how this done mm -hmm. how you went all of this that was quick I didn't saw that it will it will like pass this fast yeah I thought it will be more complicated or something but uh, no you done it it's like this so you know you as a piercer in the Middle East like what do you think could be done to better support piercers there like is it something where it should be westerners trying to reach out and, and say like hey there are these resources do you think that it would be more like different companies trying to move there and support there yes different company like the, the material company uh some 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 stuff like we need it it's like only two cho two shop in dubai that have the dha license mm -hmm. which uh, helps is uh, authorization for like the medical, uh, the, the, this we, the, in, in Dubai they call it uh, medical procedure. Okay, okay. So you have to get a license for it. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to get this license, but it's only me and another company, my ex-company I used to work in, mm -hmm. that have this license. All the people in there, they don't. 
but like I'm trying and, and also like if you I, I need really need to get some places like materials people who are willing to come to Dubai and this kind of Dubai is nice it's, it's a nice place and funny place but like if they if you are willing to come can you put a little bit the ego side mm. because you, you're dealing with so much nationalities you don't know what what is the reaction from the other person yeah. will happen mm-hmm. and it's like it's a strict country and it's respect their people so you have to respect them so they can respect you yeah 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 i mean like you have to adapt the animals adapt the the, the, the birds adapt we we need to adapt yeah yeah. yeah. So, do you, do you find that like the Western mentality is very close-minded to working with people from the Middle East culturally? No, or? no, it, it's it's not close-minded. Like the, I since now and all the people I meet, they are amazing mm-hmm. people. I love them. They're so sweet. They're so supportive. But like, there is some requirements you have to do it. It's not in the West. Yeah. Let's say, for example, in the the Arab culture, like you you they do walk-ins more than taking appointments. Mm-hmm. So you have to do it like this. You can't say, okay, no, I'm not going to do a uh, uh, walk-in. Like for, for, for me, if, uh, if I was walking only for a long time and then I moved to appointment only, um, you, you can't force that on a, a, a client base or something or a community or, or mm-hmm. anything. You have to kind of like work with them. You have to, pe- you have to kind of like be culturally sensitive in a way, but you're like, it seems like you're not just culturally sensitive, you're culturally versatile. Where you what can work with versatile. versatile, like you can you can work with lots of different types of people. You can yeah. you can adapt to their yeah, needs. Yeah, yeah, I am adapt. And the way that they want to be worked with. Yeah, yeah. like not not everyone like each other. We all different. Mm-hmm. You will see some rude clients. You will see some amazing clients. Yeah. You will see some client they, they they you get you they get pierced with you. And then they go, after two days, they complain to another piercer. Well, I mean, that happens in my town. That happens to, I think, every piercer. This happened to me all the time. Yeah. Like, they take me as, like, competitive. If I didn't, if, I did, if like, they feel that my piercing is wrong, they will go to the other company. Mm-hmm. They, they complain. Mm. Okay, you can come to me, by yep. the way. I'm, I'm, yep. I'm free. I'm happy. I love to, to be, like, all the time with my clients. So I hate bad, reco- like, our... our uh, industry is based on c- recommendation. Mm. If I've done your piercing well, you will recommend me to your friend and your friend. If I've done a bad one, khalas, yeah. I lose the client. Mm-hmm. So you can come to me. I, I will be available. Yeah. No, no. Well, that, that's a good way to look at it too, just no matter where you are, not just Dubai, but anywhere in the yeah. world, you know, because sometimes yeah. clients can get, like, I don't know if you have an equivalent of like, do you know what I say uh, when I say Yelp? It's an online review website mm-hmm. and it's one of the worst things in the world because like you can post good reviews and bad reviews, but almost no one posts a five star, I had a brilliant experience, but they'll always post, oh, they said one thing I didn't no. like, so screw in them. In the Middle East, they actually very, very like uh, honest about this stuff. If it's, okay. like, if it's the f- service, they liked it, they will love you. Okay. You will be their favorite. They will recommend you to everyone. Mm. And it's like communities in Dubai. So everyone knows. Okay. Quickly. Yeah. So, coming over here, um, we we I don't, to my knowledge, I don't think we've ever had an applicant from the Middle East before. Uh, this year we have you from mm-hmm. from Egypt and now Dubai. Mm-hmm. Um, we had uh, Ava who is also uh, Egyptian but mm-hmm. is living in uh, the Netherlands. Yeah. And then I, I think I've Dina. heard that there are a few Dina. other yeah she's Egyptian as well yeah a few other Egyptian yeah. attendees and I, I think that that's incredible that 
people from so far away I'm starting to know yeah that it's available it's and that not, there's a community here it's not here. only uh, for the US or for the West like yeah. people start to know and I hope like next year if I came I hope inshallah I see so many people Arabic people I would be happy if we have many places we recommend each other like if you're a country if you if Dina in Egypt and I'm in Dubai we recommend to each other client because Dubai in Egypt is three hours mm. so like they, they go it as tourists so we, we love to recommend each other like this. I'd love to get more expanded, more piercers. I'm happy, I'm happy to work with any piercer that, that she want to be in the Middle East. I'd love to, I would love to open, to open this industry in, in, the middle, in the Middle East. It will be, it, it's an amazing industry and it's growing very good. Yeah. Especially in, in, in the GCC country, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Qatar, uh, Egypt. These places start growing up. So you have so much varieties. Mm -hmm. And the, like, and the way of living, the cost of living is way, way much less than here. I have to tell you. you at least you don't pay taxes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's 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 a good yeah. reason to move if somewhere anyway. If you're a if you're a tourist, you get tax. Okay. You get five percent tax mm -hmm. from any purchase you do. Yeah. They pay you five percent from any like from any amount you pay. Really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Since I came here, I pay eight tax. Eight percent taxes. <laughs> so this is killing me. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I want to shock go. Americans <laughs> like. Uh, well, like okay, the, the government likes their taxes, but yeah. okay, I'm a tourist. Sure. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. No, I pay. Yeah. <laughs> well, what has um, what has this week been like for you? Amazing. Yeah. Since day one, mm -hmm. I was exhausted, but I was like my eyes was were wide open. I want to meet everyone. I want to see the people. I I'm following them on Instagram. Like, oh my God. It's like, you know, the, the kid when they, they go to the candy shop, this is me. Mm -hmm. This is Fatma at the moment. Mm -hmm. I wake up I wake up at five. I went I went bed at 10 or 11, but I, every day I achieve something. Mm -hmm. I know I, me I meet new people. I know something new. This thing, it's like a treasure for me. Yeah. I, I just, I just want to stay and, and you, you saw my schedule. Oh yeah, it's packed. Yeah, like I yeah. wanted to get everything. Mm -hmm. Because this is this is a chance. It's amazing for me yeah. to take. Especially, I'm I'm working alone. I don't have a mentor at the moment. I need a mentor, but I don't have a, I have one at the moment. So I'm kind of insecure about my piercing, my, about everything. So this is kind of like a dream for me. Everything like if I'm able to stay, if if we can re re redo this conference again, I will I will happy to attend it again yeah. since the beginning. Great. And do everything. Yeah. It's like it's it's amazing chance. Yeah. Especially for someone who doesn't have some, like someone to mentor him, it's amazing. I, I like, thank you, thank for Caitlin, thanks for Louise, thank you for everyone who helped me to achieve this and be here and like make myself proud. I'm not gonna say make people proud. I make myself proud of me that I have achieved something. I live in abroad. I live my own. I pay my things, and I went to a to a conference, an international conference that has 900 person from all over the world mm. and they all were similar except I, me and two other girls were Egyptian. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it, it seems like where you, where you live and work, you're already used to so many different cultures coming together. Yeah. Was there any sort of a culture shock sensation of, of being at this conference, but also being in like Las Vegas, which is like one of the most disgustingly American cities that I can think of? No, no, like the only thing in America is like, Everything is so sweet, mm. so much sugar. Yeah, sugar rush. It's, it's yeah. sugar rush. Yeah. <laughs> but like, 
and at the beginning, yes, I was like shocked and when I went to Dubai and see people, like I wasn't related to see people wearing half sleeves and like they're not veiled, they wear whatever they want, they drink, they do this kind of stuff. But when I, when I got used to think, okay, what's wrong? Mm. You know when you, when you uh, fix your, your, your mind setting? It was like this, so, some things like it were like forbidden my whole life. Why? Mm. I started to ask myself, why? Like, are you going to tell me that all of these people were going to hell and I'm the only one who were going to heaven? This is not okay. Yeah. That, that might be a difficult conversation because I am very much like, I am not a religious person. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I, I'm respectful of other people's religious choices as long as they try not to suppress people with their yes. religion. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, just the, the whole concept of, of saying like, you know, you can't do what you want because of a book, you know, it's, it's a very yeah. strange concept to me, so. Yeah. And like, and be, being in, the, in Dubai, Dubai is like, it's like an open book for everyone. Like everyone is doing his religious stuff mm -hmm. in his way, in very respectful, respectful area. No one is bothering, no one is judging, no one is doing everything. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing country. It's like one of the best countries in the world. Yeah. The cleanest country ever, the one. <coughs> I, I don't have a, a key for my door. Okay. I don't have. Hmm. It's 100% safe. Hmm. So like, it, it's. Well, I, I get, you know, not, not to debate or anything because like I've, I've never been there. Mm -hmm. I don't live there. I don't, I don't have close friends there. Yeah. But you know, issues like, can you can you drive a car? Do you have the same rights as men yeah, there? Yeah, everything and everything okay. equal. Yeah, equal equal. Okay. It's it, it's it's so it's so like uh, decent in Dubai. Good. It has all the the nationalities and you can't see crimes. You can't see anything. Mm -hmm. the, it's a country work with manners. Yeah, good. So um, have you have you made any new friends this week? A lot. Okay. Oh my God, a lot. Yeah. I have friends in here more than I have in my, in my country, my home country. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? This is like, this is crazy. I met people and they're happy to, to host me in their places. I, I feel so much warming, love and everything. Yeah. And I'm happy to take all of these people to me with in, in my bag to Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like you'll have like a strong community to to talk to you online yeah. and to visit or to yeah, invite to visit yeah. you. I mean, this is not going to be my, my last visit to the U.S. Yeah. I'll try to go. I, I want to see places. I want I want to see shops. I want to take my, uh, some ideas for my shop. I, I want to do so many stuff for yeah. the place I work in. So how soon are you going home? Uh, I'm I was supposed to leave at the 8th of July, mm -hmm. but I will leave at 21st. Okay. Yeah, I was planning to go to a trip around the U.S., but it's kind of hard. Yeah. Everything so far. Right. And I did. I, I spent sixteen and a half hour in the plan. Yeah. I was almost two pieces. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you've taken quite a few classes so far. Yeah. I would imagine. Do you have maybe a standout, like a favorite class? Yeah. What is it? Brian Skelly class. Oh yeah. 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 It was amazing. The Bible theory. Yeah. I love Brian. He's helping me so much. Whenever I ask him about something, he's always showing up. And he's like, he, I, what I love about Brian, he's make me like, okay, you figure it by yourself. He's doing this to me, like, okay. And then after we do this, what, we, what should we do? I was like, yes, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I love him, I respect him. Brian is good for creating logic in your mind. Yeah, yeah. I love this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, what about uh, the the jewelry expo? I, I'm sure that it's it's amazing just being able to see all those vendors it's in one place. It's amazing that the pieces are so delicate and nice, mm -hmm. and everything is like. And the people, the the, the exhibitors are so sweet. Like everyone, especially the the small gifts and everything. Yeah. I loved it. I can stay. I, I stayed like four hours in the expo yesterday. It was nice. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, any sort of like not necessarily body jewelry but the other things for piercing tools yeah or the other, tools other i got like i got some tools for myself because yeah. like there is some companies in the expo they can't they don't ship to dubai yeah so i got myself some stuff yeah cool. i don't know like the issue i have now how am i gonna go to the airport how mm. how much i will pay in the airport sure yeah <laughs> yeah that is like i'm i'm, I'm freaking out but mm -hmm. like i don't know what to do let's see finger yeah. cross everyone yeah I mean, it sounds like you're having an amazing week, so I'm really happy. It's, it's, it's amazing. Like, it. I'm, I'm telling you, if they redo it again, I'll, I'll be, I'll be there. If like repeat it with every details, I will be. I loved it, and I, I had so much fun learning. Respectful people. Everyone was so sweet. Everyone was helping. Everyone would feel like, oh, you're coming from Egypt. I love this. Great. God bless you all. God bless uh, you. Uh, one, one quick thing, just before I forget. Mm -hmm. um, did you go by the? The Clickerino booth. Are you familiar with that company, Clickerino? Uh, no. Australian company. Yeah, for this the measurement. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went. Yeah. I I've tried to do the to to uh, to manufacture these pieces because I couldn't get it, but I couldn't. Yeah. So I, he got he got me two pieces. Well, Clickerino, um, they also have some educational material from the Australian Piercing Organization. Oh, cool. So they have like a, there's a QR code that you can scan and you can download mm -hmm. all of their uh, material as a PDF. And it's so helpful because it's like deep dive information, mm -hmm. like very long, very well written, very smart articles about lots of different subjects. So that might be really helpful for you to yeah, bring home also. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, so, anything else that you'd want people to know, or is there any sort of message that you would want to put out there for maybe people outside of the U.S., or would you like to say anything in Arabic? Uh, in Arabic, they're not going to understand. Okay. Uh, so, like, wh what, I, what I want to say to people, like, keep dreaming, and everything, like, uh, I'm a little bit believer, uh, uh, religious, but I, what I had learned from, from my, the things that I had in my life, it, was, it wasn't kind of a uh, nice life. It was kind of hard in some points. And I had so much stuff going on in my life that make me like one day want to, to just like to throw myself from the window. Mm. But just keep dreaming. Whenever you, you will ask God for it or you, whenever you will think about it, it will come one in the right day that God or what you believe in that you deserve it. Everything will come in the right time. No matter what you was rushing, no matter what happened, it will come. I, 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 like if you told me five years ago what you would see when you what you would see yourself, I was like I don't know. I couldn't imagine that I'm travel. I've traveled to two countries. One of them is the United States. I can't believe that I am working an appropriate job. People say that I am a manager, a shop manager. I, like I'm responsible for so many stuff. I can't believe like I when I was like five years ago I had the small note I was putting like I couldn't afford to buy perfume mm -hmm. so I was cutting the perfumes from the from the magazine and stick them now I have all of these perfumes yeah if you and like I had the things to do for the next five years I had them I make more than them 
If you ask me how, I, I tell you, I don't know. So keep believing, just keep believing. Yeah. And work on yourself. And like, don't listen to people. Just don't listen to people who like try to put you down. Mm. That's it. I mean, it's powerful advice. <laughs> and you know, I think you're a really good example to people that might be out there listening who, who are dreaming of what they, they might be able to achieve. It will happen. I think the main theme that I hear for, through your story is just like, just don't stop trying to live your dream and just keep pushing forward. Don't stop, like yeah. ask. If, if, if you don't know, ask. Okay, they will think you are weird, okay. One day they will see you in a good position, they will like, okay, we used to know this man. They're not gonna say he was asking us for a favor. They was like, we, we know him. They were like, oh, you know this? We, uh, he was my friend. He, he will forget about your weirdness and stupidness. Mm. But because you, you are something, you are something now, they, he, people are proud of it. You know, we have, uh, we have an example for all of this kind. He's a football, football player. His name is Musala. Mm -hmm. He's, he's uh, playing Liverpool. He was coming from a countryside. Now he's like, Let's say Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi, Musala. Okay. It's crazy how people like people were in his, in his college. They were like, oh, he's he's playing in the, in the football in the in the in the country football uh, uh, club. He's not gonna achieve something. Now he's living in Liverpool. He had uh, he he met uh, Prince William. Mm -hmm. He was like speaking to him face to face like this. Can you imagine? He, he was in, in a show uh, a month ago, like the, um, the interviewer, she was speaking to him, what, what, what things that happened to you make you strong? He told, that, he told her that he was sleeping for one week next to the stadium because he doesn't have money to go back or money to rent a room. He wow. was sleeping, he was taking his shoes and put it under his head mm. and, and he's sleeping for one week. Wow. And because he was shy to ask from his father for some money to go back, and he, he couldn't afford to, to get a room. He was from uh, four hours by train. His place is four hours by train to Cairo Stadium for playing football. Yeah. So he suffered. He, he went to some like, uh, uh, I don't know what to say it. Uh, let's say cactus. He, he stepped in cactus mm -hmm. until he become on top now. Oh. Everyone want to take a picture with him. That's it. Well, I, I think plenty of people are going to remember you <laughs> this year and, and, you know, when they hear your story I'm happy to hear this. I'm, I'm so happy to hear this. Well, yeah. like, I, I'm amused, like, and people are, like, I wish successful to everyone. Mm -hmm. I wish everyone to become comfortable. Yeah. N comfortable is not about money. Mm -hmm. It's about, it's about the mindset. If your mind is comfortable, khalas. Yeah. No need for any other thing. If you're, if you're eight hours sleeping are comfortable, you don't need anything else. Yeah. This is like about work. You, you like, and, and he, he, being human, you can't hurt people and sleep and, and take a good sleeping. Mm. You can't. Yeah. So like less people are so lucky to have this mindset that they are, they are sleeping well because they know that they didn't done anything wrong. It's a privilege. No yeah. one have it. N like not so many people have it. So thank God I, I have this privilege at, at my, my life now. But I'm still thinking about work. I woke up like every couple of hours. Oh, it's okay. alarm. <laughs> I, I think most of the people here only think about work. So that I, I think you're among friends. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to say. And thank you, Ryan, for Great. having me. It's a pleasure to meet you. Like, 
I'm one of your fans. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm attending all of your classes and the Zoom meetings, and I love it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I'm, I'm just really happy to see you here. So, thank you so thanks much. for having the bravery to apply and to, to come over and, and join Privileges us. Privileges for me. Thank you. Like yeah. appreciation. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that whatever we all put out <laughs> there <laughs> can find the right people. Shukran. Yeah. Arabic yeah. word. Me. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> Um, so, one more time, you know, uh, who are you, where do you work, where can people find you online? Okay, I'm Fatma, I work in uh, Dubai, Mix Piercing Studio, my Instagram is Fatma Body Piercing, F-A-T-M-A, that's it. Not Thank you Fatima. guys. Yeah, <laughs> not Satwa. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for talking Thank to me. Thank you. All right, thanks for talking to me, Fatma. I always appreciate getting a, a wider perspective on the, the great wide world of body piercing, uh, you know, outside of that American APP piercer bubble. Uh, different things happen in different countries. Sometimes it might seem really different from what we're doing in the, in the U.S., but realize that body piercing is worldwide. Uh, people have different circumstances, different materials, different access that they're, that they're working with around the world, and it's important to share those different points of view. Um, again, for you, if you're interested in learning a little bit more in the U.S., uh, I'm going to have my live and in-person class Monday, September 5th, uh, just outside of Chicago, Illinois. And if you don't have the opportunity to join me in Chicago, a couple weeks before that, on Sunday, August 14th, you can join me online for my Bevel Theory webinar. You can get information and find out how to register for both by going to ryanpba.com. While you're there, you can read up about uh, new Patreon content. I just dropped a new video on Patreon all about needle bending, different tips and tricks for that. It's about 25 minutes long. There's a subtitled and an unsubtitled version for you, so go ahead and check that out. A lot of people asking me about needle bending and needle modification, different things there, so I'm going to try to get uh, as much content as I can for you just about the different things that support body piercing, the stuff that you can do with your equipment, your needles, your jewelry, stuff like that. Uh, new stuff coming down the pipeline, so stay tuned. Patreon.com slash RyanPBA will have all that new content. A couple new conferences that I'll be doing. I'll be at the GEP conference in uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil in late August. And then in September, I'm going to be doing my trip over to BMXNet in Germany and UKAPP in Manchester. I have a, a bunch of classes confirmed for those. I'll talk about those more as we get a little bit closer. But for now, thanks for listening and stay sharp. For more information about the show, visit piercingwizardpodcast.com or like Piercing Wizard Podcast on Facebook. For more info about your host, visit precisionbodyarts.com or search Ryan PBA on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. If you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcast, and Google Play. Music by Benny B. Blanco. Show copyright 2017, Precision Body Arts, LLC. All rights reserved. <laughs>